2: bless the lord oh my soul oh my goodness it is 1208 you are listening to news talk 830 wcco radio it is the Shaletta show and i have to tell you i am trying to hold it together right now uh, i'm at fellowship missionary baptist church in north minneapolis um, we have our annual thanksgiving basket giveaway Where uh, families in this community, 350 of them, um, are scheduled to come and pick up turkey and stuffing and rice and corn and rolls and gravy. All the trimmings, right? And and so I've been talking about it on the radio. And people, um, you know, heard about it. And and they were, you know, sending me direct messages and asking if they could come by and pick up a basket. and, And I was so um, sad that i I was saying no, you know we, we have these people on the list, and, and this is all we 've got and we 've got three hundred and fifty two baskets we 've got three hundred and fifty people scheduled, so we only have two extra free baskets i 'm sorry you know the it 's closed well it 's not. Um, these folks at Hi v um, have uh, donated an additional seventy five baskets, so if you 're listening. Or if you know someone, Uh, we have 75 Thanksgiving food baskets to give away to anybody who shows up before the show is over. I'm at 3355 North 4th Street Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church in Minneapolis. No strings attached. No questions asked. You just come in. You say you need a meal for your family for Thanksgiving, and we've got a box of food for you. So just come on by. I'll be here until 2 o'clock. An additional 75 baskets of food is here for anybody who shows up. You don't have to pre-register. You don't have to call. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is come by. If you don't need a basket, tell your friends about it. Call somebody you know. Send them a text message. Let them know Shaletta's in North Minneapolis. She's got 75 Thanksgiving baskets, and she's giving them away to folks who show up. You don't need to register. You don't need to call. You don't need to go online. Just come on down. I'll be here until 2 o'clock ready to hand it to you and tell you Happy Thanksgiving, courtesy of my friends at Hy-Vee. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm trying to hold it together because uh, I have to talk to Erin White. She just became the first LGBTQ woman elected to the position of Minnesota State Senator in what was a historic night for women of color. She's one of three women who made history that night. Oh, my gosh. No black women have served in the state Senate in 164 years of statehood. And Erin, baby, you did that. Congratulations and welcome to the Shaletta Show. Thank you, Shaletta. Thank you so much. Oh, girl, the last time we sat together, you were campaigning, you were fundraising, we were on a panel together. You were talking about, you know, Roe v. Wade and, and what that decision had meant for you because it had just came down from the Supreme Court. And, and everybody in the room was talking about how it impacted them. Uh, but, but we were still running and, and you were still out there shaking hands and kissing babies and taking care of your own baby. And now, girlfriend, you are a history maker. Your name will forever <laughs> be in the books. Tell me what this moment feels like for you.
3: I mean this I'm honored to be representing the community that I was born and raised in. I'm honored to be serving with two other amazing black women, Claire Umover Baton and Zayna Mohammed. And I'm honored to have a opportunity to pass historic policies now that the DFL controls both the Senate and the House and the governor's office. And it's uh, really interesting that you're talking about, you know, food for folks who need food for Thanksgiving, come on by and pick up baskets. The need was greater than you thought. The number one thing on the top of my list is universal school meals. So yeah. I am really, really excited to um, get in there and get to work because we got a lot of hungry kids in, in Minnesota and hungry kids can't learn.
2: no, you can't learn if you uh need something to eat you can't learn how did mm-hmm. you how did you come to make this your passion make this your platform of all the things cuz you are passionate about so many things and you are on the front line for so many issues how did this um you know stick with you and stay with you
3: that's a great question so when i ran for the state house in 2016 Um, Childhood hunger is the reason why I decided to run for office. I had learned that childhood hunger in my community had gone up 345% since I had graduated from high school. And Mm. I was just, I mean, I just was like, this cannot be. We've got to do something about it. And there are so many great organizations that are working to help, you know, put meals in backpacks over the weekend for kids who don't have access to food at school But we really have to change the systems that don't allow parents to feed their kids and pay rent in the same month. And so that's why I decided to run for office. And that is, you know, that's why it's my number one issue going back into the Senate.
2: Oh, my gosh. And and so what is the first thing that you want to do? Is it funding? Is it awareness? Is it a campaign? How do you plan on getting started?
3: That's a great question. So when I was a, a member of the House, I started the Childhood Hunger Caucus and it was a bipartisan caucus that brought together members of both parties in both chambers and then really brought together the advocates and the nonprofits that work to address hunger in Minnesota to come up with solutions. I'm gonna bring that caucus back. I'm gonna bring us around the table. I know there's been a campaign going on called Hunger Free Schools. Um, You know, the bill is, we've had states uh, in the United States, California being one of them, Colorado just passed a ballot measure for universal school meals. And so we have templates to work off of. We've got work to do. We've got organizations committed to doing it. And that's where the work is gonna start.
2: And that's gonna be a lot of work. Oh, um, that is a daunting task. Uh, who are some of the people that you plan to bring into your circle to partner with to make this happen?
3: That's a great question. So, um, definitely leadership on the agricultural committees that's going to be a huge part of it. Leadership on the education committees, um, the Department of Education, and then really focusing on school districts to make sure that this uh, bill meets their needs, right? You never want to pass a bill because it feels good. You want it to actually do good. And so I represent School District 196. I'll be bringing them in. Um, I'll be bringing in districts from across the state to make sure that we are meeting the need and that this bill actually provides schools with the uh, funding that they need to feed their students. And we had funds for universal meals during COVID, but that ended months ago. And so we're seeing um, a lot of families kind of fall between the gap. They don't quite make little enough to qualify for free or reduced lunch, but they don't make enough to actually put that money in their kids' account. So we're going to get every kid a meal in school, whether they don't have it because they forgot or because they can't afford one or because they're brand new to the school and didn't know how to sign up for their meal program. Every kid needs a meal in school. Hungry kids can't learn.
2: Now, I'm going to keep you for an additional segment. I know you got to go. You got stuff going on. But I want to talk to you about being the first, the responsibility of blazing a trail um, instead of being able to follow one uh, from someone who came before you. The responsibility of that next.
4: I remember
2: when um, I went to my bosses at CCO Radio before George Floyd died. And I was like, how is it that we have never had a woman of color in prime time? The station has been around 97 years. I think black women have learned how to master the English language and talk pop culture, politics and sports for a couple of hours. And we met and fought and cried and cussed and kicked stuff over. Chad Hartman almost got rode up. Well, I think Chad Hartman actually did get rode up. He almost lost his job fighting for me to have a show. Fighting for people of color. And, and so um, that's 97 years. That, that, that seems like a long time. But it's been 164 years of statehood for Minnesota, and we are just now getting our first women of color into the Minnesota Senate. And one of those women is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Newly elected Erin May Quay is joining us on the Shaletta Show. Erin, I, I, girl, I thought 97 years was a long time. You had to wait
3: 164. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a long time. And I love I love the story of Chad almost getting written up for fighting for you. I love that girl
2: he actually he did get rolled up he almost lost his job and he uh I I just you know and and without allies like that without accomplices Mm -hmm. like that without people who will stand up and fight and say this is wrong it Mm -hmm. does not happen why did it take 164 years what took so damn long
3: Well, I mean, I think there's a whole host of reasons. Uh, You know, I was the third black woman ever elected to the Minnesota House in 2016. So we, you know, have a we've had a long way to go to make up for lack of voices in our democracy. I don't think you can have democracy without black women. And so now we can finally make sure that our voices are represented every law and policy that's been passed in the state. Uh, has been made without the voices of Black women in the Minnesota State Senate, and that's about to change. And it's going to it's going to matter, and it's going to make a difference.
2: And how is that going to um, impact um, our state? Having um, you know th- those. Voices, those diverse voices, our diverse voices, heard um, not just when there is a a meeting or uh, there is a problem, but on a regular basis.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think you, you made the point really well, right? Our voices are going to be at the table. Our voices are going to be represented. And not only that, but we get to throw that door open wide and bring a whole bunch of folks with us too. And mm-hmm. so, you know, not only are Claire and Zainab and I the first black women in the Senate, but we have the most diverse class we've ever had in the Senate. And we have some of the largest racial disparities in the nation here in Minnesota. And so now when the Senate talks about racial disparities, it's not going to be about us without us right it's not going to yeah. be an academic exercise and uh, you know about those people we are those people and we will be in the room and we will have power and we will have the ability to make better decisions for Minnesota
2: okay where do we get the courage where do we get the bravery where do we get the strength to step out because we have always been the door knockers we have been the ones mm-hmm. helping other people get elected we have been the ones organizing campaigns and standing next to the person um, when they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, declare that they are the winner and deliver their victory speech. A- and we know it's because of our hard work and effort. And mm-hmm. now we're doing that hard work and effort for ourselves. You know, Aaron, I-, I look at my mama and I look at my grandmother and I have the same spirit that they had. But they Mm -hmm. didn't have the same opportunity, so they were not business owners. They did not Mm -hmm. um, command a seat at the table. They did not push back on the status quo, risking, um, you know, their their financial security like Mm -hmm. I do. Um, But but somehow, somewhere, at some point, we decided enough is enough. When did you see a shift for black women?
3: You know, I I think we stand on the shoulders of all the black women that came before us. I certainly Mm -hmm. look at Rena Moran um, as a mentor and a dear friend who kind of, you know, gave me the audacity. Right. But I also um, I think some of it is we got to a place in time where we're looking around at what's happening and we're looking around at. Um, the racial disparities we have in our state and the way people talk about us and the way people make policies about us, without us. And I think it was just like, this is our moment, this is our time. And then we built those coalitions to really help us get to the state Senate. None of us did it alone. And every single organization from labor to LGBTQ organizations to um, organizations like Education Minnesota and the nurses and Planned Parenthood this was a, a multi-racial, multi-faith, statewide coalition that really helped us get there. And the proof is in the pudding, right? It, it came together yeah. and we elected three black women. But it was, it was, it took so much work and time and effort, and it's going to pay off because we're going to be there at those decision-making tables.
2: Okay, now it's one thing to run; it's another thing to win, and it's a mm-hmm. whole nother ball game when you are leading. Um, yep. I, I'm not going to say what scares you the most. Cause I know you don't operate in fear, but what's the one thing that concerns you more than anything when you get ready to take your seat at the table?
3: I think the thing that I'm really looking out for is to make sure that we are not, um, hampered by, by fear. Like you said, I think there's this, mm-hmm. um, there's this, there's this, thing that happens sometimes when Democrats get control and they're like okay well don't go too far and it's like okay so don't give health care to too many people don't feed too many kids you know and so I want to make sure that we are operating from a mindset of abundance and not scarcity that we are correctly identifying the fact that you know our labor um, in Minnesota is extractive and the money that we make for billionaires right that's the folks that we need to be talking about and not fighting with each other I think nothing makes billionaires happier than when we fight with each other over the crumbs that are left from the whole pie that was taken away. And so I want to make sure that we're having the right conversations with each other, about each other, to make sure that every Minnesotan has the life that they need to live, thrive, work, and play in this state.
2: Well, Aaron Mayquay, newly elected Minnesota State Senator, congratulations! Uh, Thank you. Use me. That's why I'm here. That's (laughs) why I have this show. That's why I have this platform. You got a care. You got a concern. You got a celebration. Hit me up. Get with Jonathan. Come back. Let's talk about it, um, so that we can keep everybody informed about what's going on. Because you know, now that you have a seat at the table, we have eyes and ears. Um yes. and, and I want to see and hear what the hell is going on when y'all are closing them doors and talking, girl. Nobody's coming <laughs> back and reporting, and I need a reporter so we can know how we are being impacted so we're not surprised when stuff goes down and our families are affected.
3: You know what? I will be the reporter. I will report back. You have me on. I will tell you what's going on.
2: Okay. Now, how is that baby, girl? How is that baby
3: Oh, she is just the cutest. Oh, I just want to just oh, her face.
2: I is just, so oh cute. girl, I just want to lick her toes and just, just snuggle with a girl. Oh, she's, she's just so, so cute. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> well, congratulations on your family, the new addition, all your accomplishments. You know, as a working mom and a lot of working women listening, we understand the challenges that you face um, mm. in this new role, and we are praying for your success.
3: Thank you so much, Shaletta.
2: Oh, thank you for being in. Thank y'all for sticking around. We've got more to come next.
1: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You
4: put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Nadella,
1: the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
5: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has
4: arrived.
0: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
2: I love it when a plan comes together. I really do. And I love it when people make new plans to make the plans that you had even better plans. So today, I'm at Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church in North Minneapolis. And I had planned to give away 350 Thanksgiving baskets. Okay. Miss Stephanie just yelling at me while I'm live on the radio. Um, And she act like she, uh, that, that I'm just sitting here and I'm not live on the radio because it's an active scene and stuff is going on. And I love Miss Stephanie and her husband, David. They are, uh, have put this event on for 13 years at fellowship missionary Baptist church. Um And so Um, You know, I've been talking about it, but it was a closed thing. You know, we we got the 350 families. They registered already. We had 352 baskets, um, and that was it. We were not giving away any more. And because I've been talking about it on the radio, Jonathan— um, you know people have been um, DMing me and texting me they either needed a basket or they had family members who needed a basket folks who were following me on social media that see me here um, you know they were saying hey can we come down I, I want to send my cousin or you know one of the kids in, in our in our uh, team on our team their, their family would really benefit and, and I was just heartbroken because I just kept having a Respond and say, no, I'm sorry, uh, registration closed. Uh, this is all we had. Well, um, I, I got word from hy that they have an additional 75 Thanksgiving baskets to give away. Now listen, if you don't need a basket, get over here and get it anyway and give it to somebody in need. I am here live on the radio until 2 o'clock. I've got 75 Thanksgiving baskets, not turkeys, baskets with rice and stuffing and rolls and uh, everything that they need to have a holiday meal is free. I'm at 3355 North 4th Street Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church. I've got 75 Thanksgiving baskets to give away. Get down here and get one. If you don't need it, Give it to somebody in need. I will be here until two o'clock. And I hope and pray um, that you come down and get one of these baskets uh, from the generous folks at Hy-Vee. Now, listen, speaking of food, I had something so delicious yesterday. OK, and I talked about it earlier because I know y'all been waiting to figure out what it is because y'all greedy like me and y'all like to eat. It was so Delicious. That when I went to sleep and woke up, I wanted more. Because I dreamed about it. Okay? I've been eating cheesecake all my life. And I ain't never had no cheesecake that tasted like this. From now on until the end of time, and even after Jesus calls me home, anytime we have a special occasion at my house, anytime we're doing something and we have to have dessert, I'm going to get me some of that cheesecake funk. What is that? Oh, Honey, you're about to find out because I got Vanessa Drews on the line with me right now. She is the owner and baker of Cheesecake Funk in Minnetonka, and she is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Miss Vanessa, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. Thank you for having me. Oh, girl, I tell you what, that cheesecake was freaking
6: delicious. Where did you get that recipe? You know, um, it's a simple cheesecake recipe, and I just tweaked it on my own over the years, and I'm so thankful you love it. Girl, I tasted Jesus in that cheesecake. I ate a piece of that cheesecake,
2: and I started speaking in tongues. I was like, I know Jesus when I taste Jesus. Jesus is in this cheesecake. It is delicious. Now, how long have you been baking this cheesecake? How long has Cheesecake Funk been around, and where can we find you?
6: All right. Um, your praises, is it means the world to me. Thank you so much. Um, I've been baking cheesecakes, honestly, since, about 2002. um, But I jumped into doing it full time um, at the end of 2019. Um, And I've been just baking my heart out ever since. And um, I'm just super thankful to partner with so many um, restaurants across the Twin Cities. And people can order it directly from me at cheesecakefunk.com. Um, And so, yeah, I just I'm spreading my wings, baking and, you know, feeding the Twin Cities and living your best
2: life and stepping out on faith and doing it unafraid. You know, talk to me about how you go from baking cheesecake for your friends to actually starting your
6: own business and
2: doing this thing full time.
6: You know, I it was a bit of planning, but um, I just really felt like um, at the time, at the end of 2019, I was ready to transition from um, – I worked at uh, Robin's Kaplan Law Firm um, for mm-hmm. close to 20 years, and I just really felt like if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to put my all into it. And I had connected with um, the owners of Crave Restaurant, yes. and I thought if they were going to add it to the menu – That if I focused on doing it full time, that I could get into more places and connect more with, you know, more people. And that's what I've been doing. Just, it's been scary, but, you know, I'm, I'm so glad I did it and I'm just so thankful. I currently bake right now at the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest Hotel in Minnetonka. So Mm -hmm. when people place orders directly with me, they tell me the day and time that they want to pick up and I have it ready and waiting. Um, in the hotel for them, um, the cheesecake is also on the menu here at the hotel, so I welcome anybody to come to the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest and enjoy the hotel, enjoy the food here, and then get dessert uh, cheesecake for dessert. okay, now, this is the
2: thing that I love about us is when we are women in business, baby, we get creative. Don't we, we start forming partnerships with people that we'd never even thought we would uh have a relationship with. Here you are at a hotel using their kitchen to bake your pies. How did that relationship come about?
6: Um You know honestly, it really stemmed from social media. um I have a lot of friends who are in the restaurant business, and I knew during Covid there had to be Um, kitchen space available that wasn't being used to its full capacity. Um, so early on in the pandemic, I reached out to my friends and I was like, does anybody know the kitchen that I could, you know, use? And of course I am licensed, um, you know, to bake out of here, but it's been a really wonderful partnership where, um, I'm just so thankful for the, the team here at the hotel who have been welcoming me and in, Also, I get to share my cheesecake with their guests. And it's just been a a really, really wonderful partnership. And I'm super thankful to to know and partner with everybody here.
2: Now, one thing that I want to talk about, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to tell everybody the relationship that our beloved Prince has with you and how he inspired yeah. cheesecake funk. Jonathan is going to want to hear this story. You are going to want to hear this
7: story. Y'all stick around. We'll be right back. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style and service.
5: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
0: It's that time of year. Cash the Ticket, Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Okay, we all know Prince has inspired so many musicians. Look at the folks uh, who you can hear his sound and their music meant condition stokely who is on tour right now who was recently on the kelly clarkson show tearing it up he was down in houston and my girlfriend went to the sold out show and talked about how amazing he was and stokely is always talking about how he was inspired by prince so we know there is an entire generation of musicians who was inspired by prince but this is my first time ever hearing about somebody who cooks for a living, who bakes for a living, a chef being inspired by Prince. That's exactly uh, what happened with this whole Cheesecake Funk, uh, the company uh, that Vanessa Drews came up with. Vanessa, you have got to tell us, how did Prince inspire Cheesecake Funk? Oh, it's just,
6: I'm just so thankful. He's like, such a blessing. Um, so again, I've been making cheesecake since about 2002. Um, I've been doing this for a long time, mostly in the beginning for friends and family. Um, but in 2013, I had the amazing opportunity to start working for Prince. Um, and I sold merchandise, um, at Paisley Park. So when there would be concerts or, you know, he would have groups of people out at Paisley I would basically go there and um, set up a merchandise table and sell merchandise. Like when you go to a concert, you see the merchandise. So I would basically sell it um, or set it up and sell it for him. And so at that time, I just wanted to bring Cheesecake in for, you know, the people in the band that work there. Um, And just to kind of bring some, welcome to Minnesota. Here's some good food while you're here, Um, you know, rehearsing and, you know, Being a musician, here's some good food for you. Um, Never in my wildest dreams did I think that he would actually eat it, Um, but he found it in the fridge. And um, I knew that he found it because he had started posting on his Twitter account um, references to Cheesecake Funk. Um, Girl, wait a minute. um, Stop.
2: Back up. I'm going to need you to slow down with this story because you are going too fast. And this story is too amazing for you to rush through. You made cheesecake. You put it in the fridge and Prince himself ate the cake and it was so good. He started posting about it on social media. Girl, you need to slow down because this story is too good for you to just hurry up
6: and feed it to me. I need some time to digest this. He's such a blessing. I mean, that's really what happened. Um the the awesome thing about him in the story is that he was really funny. Um, if you go to um Cheesecake Funk, it's actually the number at number one Cheesecake Funk on Twitter, I pinned um what he posted. He posted uh a meme of three monkeys who were trying to resuscitate another monkey and he added the caption, This is what happens when somebody eats the last piece of Vanessa's Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I knew that he found it and he liked it. And, you know, truthfully, because of his mentioning cheesecake Funk on international invitations to Paisley Park, people uh-huh. international reach out to me. Um, people from when they come to Minneapolis, people from France, Belgium, Amsterdam, oh, Japan, all over the United States. They want to try, what is this cheesecake funk? Like, we want to try this cake. So, um, yeah, it's a really, really, I'm just, like I said, so thankful that he tried it and he loved it. And I, I truly feel that he would be super proud with, um, you know, me leaving my career in the legal world to, you know, venture out and do this. And, He helped by coming up with the name, and I've just really just poured my heart and soul into baking during the pandemic, um, dealing with all that chaos. Um, But I'm still here, and I'm just super thankful. Okay,
2: you said he helped you come up with the name. How did that happen?
6: Well, he came up with the name. I had no part of it. He tried the cheesecake and then started talking about Cheesecake Funk, and then I was like, whoa, well, there's the name.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Cheesecake Funk. I love it. And so. How has your life changed since you started your own business? I'm I'm spotlighting business owners, especially African-American women and black women who are uh, first in the Senate in 100 plus years, almost 200 years. And, and so, you know, stepping out on faith and, and, you know, doing something new and different and, you know, leaving the security of what, you know, looks comfortable and trying something new and different and scary. You know, I see black women and women of all colors doing that more and more these days. So so talk to me about, you know, stepping out on faith and doing it afraid.
6: You know, um, that, that's really um, what I had to do. Um, I, you know, resigned at the end of August of 2019. Uh-huh. Um, March 1st of 2020, I had a new lease at a new kitchen. Um, 18 days later, the pandemic shut down all restaurants. Mm-hmm. So since then, I've really just had to do everything in faith, but just, I don't know, it's just something in me where I just, this is what I want to do. I love baking. And, um, you know, I've just had to keep going on, even though during this entire pandemic, I have not been eligible for any emergency assistance because I'm not a restaurant, I don't qualify. I also was not um, afforded the luxury of the recent um, first line workers compensation, I did not qualify, which Mm -hmm. I don't know why, because I can't bake out of my home. Um, So it's I don't know, I'm, I'm just super thankful, like I said, that I can keep on going. And I just I just keep baking. My customers and my restaurant partners truly keep me going because without yeah. them, I wouldn't be here anymore.
2: You know, and and I think that we uh, think that we're going to make this million dollars by ourselves. We're just going to sit in the house and somehow uh, we're going to come up with the million dollars. And a lot of times when you start out in business, you forget about the importance of partnerships. Um, And and I'm so glad that you you talked about that because, you know, today I'm over at Fellowship Baptist Church and I'm giving away 350 Thanksgiving dinners. And folks are like, oh, my gosh, are you are doing something so amazing? I can't do this by myself. I don't. Have, my company didn't make enough money to provide 350 baskets full of food to people in need. I gotta go to folks like Hy-Vee and Bremer Bank and Target and General Mills and Comcast and United Healthcare and say, "Help me!" You know, but because those partnerships are so important, aren't they?
6: They are. And honestly, I I know that I can't continue on without connecting with people, and I'm just. I, I really look forward to whatever partnerships that come of things that I do. Um, you know, I know at some point I will, I'll have my own retail space where people can come to a building that has two yes. on the front of it. But at this time, I'm not able to do that right now, but you know, I'm just going to keep going until I'm financially able to acquire that money in order to do that. Um, and just for now, Just keep baking and um, making cakes for people. Well, I am so excited
2: for you and your business and everything you are doing. The product is delicious. Like I said, I had a slice last night, my my first slice. Um, It was so good. I dreamed about it. I woke up and had some for breakfast. It is that good. You have got to check out. Yes, yes. Yes. I, I don't want to mess it up. Uh-uh, girl. I didn't even brush my teeth. I'm just going to tell you the truth because I've been sucking on it in my teeth all day. That's my dessert. That's my dessert after the dessert. That's how amazing this cheesecake funk is. Vanessa Drews, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show and happy Thanksgiving. Thank You too. Have a wonderful holiday all right you as well and y'all don't go anywhere we still have another hour of the chaletta show coming up and i still got 75 thanksgiving baskets to give away you don't have to register you don't have to sign up meet me over here at 3355 north 4th street in north minneapolis at the church come on in we've got a basket for you if you know somebody who could benefit from getting a basket my friend Kelly just came through here she wanted to get a basket for a family that she knows that's in need it doesn't have to be you it could be somebody you know I'll be here until two o'clock giving away Hy-Vee Thanksgiving food baskets come on out and join me if you can